0: another episode of now about that with james and sarah i'm james
1: and i'm sarah
0: and on this week's episode we're going to do some catching up and then we'll take a look at some reddit questions and answer some reddit questions so just as a kind of precursor these are questions that i found on reddit Uh, we're just going to take a look at them some of them are asking for advice some of them are it's not really a question it's a confession i figured we could read it and talk about it a little bit. And then okay. the last the last couple of questions are um, more like philosophical questions, where mm-hmm. it's asking like a "what would you do" type of thing. So I thought it would be fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, but first, we'll do a quick catch up. So how's it going, Sarah?
1: It goes. I um I got my new bed frame, so my mattress is no longer on the floor. That's
0: exciting, right, but it's is it still an air mattress? Or is it an no, actual mattress? It's an
1: actual, it's an actual mattress. I'm very excited. I put it together all by myself. I but... only
0: lost two of the pieces, <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then found them, but I overdid it, so I made myself sick. You know, uh, as you do. Let's see. The only thing is, is that I need to put something on the on the bottom so that it doesn't move because i don't have carpet in my room oh yeah so uh every time i move my whole bed moves
0: <laughs> oh i was gonna say they have they don't really have there's something called like museum wax mm. where you can like stick it to something and it'll kind of cement it in place but it's easy to remove too uh. They, yeah, they use it. I to look
1: into something like that.
0: They use it for stuff um, like uh, pictures and statues and stuff that uh, you can put on like your table, and so it doesn't move if there's like a an earthquake or something. Oh, that makes sense.
1: Um, my, I was gonna say my my assistant manager put in his two weeks. I don't know if I mentioned that in our last episode.
0: Oh uh, yeah, I think you talked about it last time. What was <laughs> that noise? What noise? I can hear a rumbling in the your background.
1: Oh, um, my phone.
0: <laughs> no, I have
1: still, it vibrate.
0: No, it's still doing it.
1: Oh, it's still doing it.
0: Yeah, oh. like it comes in and out.
1: Oh, I don't know. You might be hearing my fan, maybe.
0: Maybe. Okay. Anyways.
1: Um. So yeah, that's that's still ongoing. This is his last week.
0: This next mm-hmm. week. So I'm just like panicking. That'll be fun. Mhm. Well. I, um, I mean, I got a new coffee maker, which was exciting. I got mm-hmm. the little, it's like a, it's a ninja coffee maker and you can make the full, it comes with a um, metal craft. So you can make a full craft, a half craft, or you can make single cups too. Mm. So it's exciting. I'm happy. I'm excited.
1: Hey, as long as you're happy and you're excited, that's all that matters.
0: And then today, I went and took my iPad and my iPhone 12 Pro Max and traded it in. And they gave me two gift cards, uh, one for $400 and one for $325. Nice. And, uh, but before that, (laughs) I spent $400 on my car.
1: Well, you know. I
0: had to get the oil changed. And then they were like, oh, by the way, you need a new battery because your battery is only producing like 30% of the power it should be. So if you're having, have you noticed any issues with starting it? I was like, no, not even at nothing. It starts perfectly fine. You're like, well, here's what it's running at. Here's what it should be running at. So we recommend you replace it. Okay, whatever. And then I need a new inch wiper. So they just did that too. It was just over four, it was like $401 and a couple cents or something like that. Mm -hmm. Initially just went in for an oil change, but hey.
1: You know, that's how it
0: goes. Yeah, I don't think I told you, but I took my car in and they looked at it and they told me all this stuff that they, this was on Wednesday. Um, it told me all the stuff that the uh, the Firestone place where I took it to get my oil change told me. But then they also said, also you need to, you need this flex pipe replaced because it's damaged and that's what's causing the loud noise that you're hearing whenever it's running. So I'm not crazy. And then the issue with my air conditioner they said it's nothing that we could have broken. It's a control arm or something inside the inside the dash that directs the air flap to go in the different directions. And to get those two things fixed, $1,700. Dear God. And they have to order the, pe- the pieces. So I'm like, well, let me talk to my warranty and see if that's something that cover- is covered under my warranty. Otherwise, I can't really do it right now. Yeah. Yeah no
1: that's a lot of money
0: and i don't think it is covered because there's something in my so i'm kind of annoyed with my warranty so it's like i paid four thousand dollars for this warranty and it's not covering really anything Mm -hmm. um and it's one of the things that is the exception that it says it won't cover is anything to do with the exhaust and this is part of the exhaust system
1: i don't understand why it wouldn't cover anything having to do with the
0: exhaust the exhaust is important to the car yeah i don't know um so i'm worried in august what i'm gonna have what's gonna happen whenever i go to do my i have to get my car inspected because that's the thing here you have to get your car inspected and they're gonna look at it and see that that's damaged and tell me i probably need to have it replaced Mm. although i guess i could probably get it replaced in a couple months it's fine it is what it is so, yeah,
1: but it's still aggravating.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean it's aggravating because when I took it to them in December, I could have paid for it in December and gotten it fixed and taken care of. But instead, I did a lot of other stuff because they said it was fixed, even though it really wasn't. It's very frustrating. So, do you want to take a look at some of these questions and, yeah, maybe, maybe even answer a couple of them?
1: Oh wow, we're gonna we're gonna answer these.
0: Yeah, I did create a um, Now About That Pod Reddit page, or not Reddit page, Reddit account. Yes, I remember you telling me about this. I'm very excited about it. All right. So the first one, it says, my coworker said to me, you've gained a lot of weight since working here. You used to be so tiny and skinny. I don't know what to do or how to feel. I've been in recovery for a year now, and now I don't want to eat my lunch. Help.
1: Oh, they've been in recovery from like an eating disorder?
0: maybe it it doesn't say that it just says i've been in recovery
1: well first of all nobody should be commenting on your weight yeah i like this first comment that says you used to be kind and mind your own business but here we are yeah because i'm just like that's that's inappropriate don't don't say anything
0: to somebody about their weight
1: like just tell somebody that they look good or you know or keep it to yourself
0: right um i mean my question and not not really a question um but my thing would be how do you feel about your weight and are you comfortable with how you look and how you feel are you healthy if the answer to those questions are yes then it doesn't like this person's opinion doesn't matter and if you can i would just avoid them and like eat lunch away from them
1: yeah eat your your lunch don't don't let anybody prevent you from taking care of your body like you need to eat to take care of yourself people are so fucking rude yeah
0: i mean that's and i i'm assuming when the person says that they've they're in recovery they do mean that they're gaining weight because they had an eating disorder in the past so that's kind of sad but i mean the person that commented, even though it's this isn't an excuse but i'm saying the person that commented and said this may not have known that they had an eating an issue an eating disorder but that's one reason why you have to be careful with what you say to people because you never know what someone's going through. So back off.
1: Yeah, don't just, it, unless you have like a super established relationship, like a friendship outside of work, don't be don't be making comments like that. Those are very personal comments and you don't need to be making them. Yeah. like oh that. Speaking of eating disorders, this next one, dear God.
0: Do you want to go ahead and read it?
1: Yeah. So there's a trigger warning for a mention of physical abuse and eating disorders. Um, I'm currently in college in the country I've lived in all my life. I still live with my parents as it takes me 30 minutes by car on the highway or an hour and 20 minutes by train to get to my university campus. So it's great for me to live at home. My parents buy groceries and cook. I have my room. Laundry is easy and I don't have to pay anything. However, I've struggled all my life with abuse. Since I was a child, I've been hit, yelled at, physically punished. And publicly humiliated by my parents, especially my mom. I've developed an eating disorder because my mom would either force me to eat or call me fat and other names at meal times. Still today, I cannot eat any meal with my parents; it makes me feel sick. Their abuse sort of stopped once I turned to 18. They only kept yelling at me, but they didn't touch me anymore. This is why I thought I'd be okay to keep living with them while going to uni. However, since I started uni, they've been trying to control every aspect of my life, choosing who I can go out with, what classes to take, etc. And more recently, the physical abuse has restarted. Started. lost my place. <laughs> what is making me question whether i should leave or not is the fact that my mom switches her personality and behavior very fast just a few days ago she kept hitting me and yelling at me and later that evening she asked me to go shopping with her like nothing had happened and was even quote-unquote sweet enough to buy me my favorite snacks and me like an idiot always hope that that means she's getting better and that she's regretting hitting me my friends all are me to leave but i don't know how i'll manage my parents still pay for my phone bill my medical bills and my medicine i don't have a lot of money saved and i haven't found a job yet should i leave or should i stay at least until i'm more financially secure too long didn't read living with my parents has some advantages they however abused me physically mentally should i leave from their house
0: uh short answer yes
1: yeah long slightly more complicated answer is yes um but you're gonna have to unfortunately do a lot of work to get out of there yeah um i would i personally would reach out to um different organizations shelters friends other family members um to see if there's a way for you to go and stay with them or um what you can do Uh um, um, I get. It kind of depends on the country, but yeah. a lot of countries have resources for um, people who are going through um, abuse at home to help them escape. Because getting out of an abusive situation is always the most dangerous aspect of an abusive um, situation. So I would look into what resources might be be available in your country to help you.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. I think. I mean, it's sad. It, this is, yeah. It's a it's a sad situation, and I mean, you're 20 years old, so you can technically move out. There's nothing aside from all of the bills that your parents are paying for you um i know at some sometimes it feels like you can't move or you can't stay or sorry you can't leave because of the situation and the fact that you can't really maintain the bills that you have personally um and it sounds like because you have maybe medical problems and um medicine that you have to continue taking it might be harder for it to happen um but if it's physical abuse then i mean really there's nothing that should be holding you back. Um, and you might even look into with your, with your medical portion of it, see if there's programs or something for your medical as well to help you like pay for anything, um, like any doctor's visits and medication that you need that's required for you to continue living. Cause it's, it's, I mean, that's anything, anytime physical abuse is included in uh, the the situation you need to leave as soon as possible because it it's just gonna get worse or escalate
1: yeah that's that's true it does escalate and the thing is that it's super super scary to try to leave um a physically abusive situation because you're scared that they're going to come and continue to physically harm you once you've escaped but it's still some it's it's still important to try to get out of there oof you picked yeah, some that one was a
0: difficult that one was a difficult one yeah. Uh, so the next one says, what the F is wrong with my, <laughs> I feel like there should be my mother with me. I think it should be me just based on what it says. Um, I 16 male don't know what the F is wrong with me. My mother just died and I don't have any emotions. I want to cry, but I can't when my, when my grandpa and my grandma died a few years back, I didn't feel anything to, I don't know was wrong with me. Help. Please help i mean and there's a lot of comments that already say um sorry for your loss but people deal with grief differently and just because you're not crying doesn't mean that you don't feel grief i 100 believe that and i'm gonna do this thing and i said it in the last episode where um if something's uncomfortable and I, I don't know what to say i make jokes uh the first of all you're 16 um you should be writing better than this there's no punctuation there's a lot of misspellings i think
1: wow I think, the f-
0: I think the fact that you're crying has a lot there's 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 other issues oh my <laughs> the,
1: God. Th- the fact
0: that you're not crying because someone close to you passed away is the least of your <laughs> concerns wow but for the actual question yeah i mean everyone everyone deals with grief differently it's true
1: I remember feeling, um, extremely numb when one of my relatives died, um, which could be something that you're experiencing. Like it's just the numbness of it all because things hit a certain point, um, where everything's just too overwhelming and your brain's just like, all right, that's it. We're, we're done with this. So um, I would, I mean, if it were me, I would seek some counseling because that's that's traumatic to lose a parent at that young of an age. Um, And, you know, it's something that can help develop healthier coping skills um so that you feel like you're able to express your grief in appropriate ways.
0: Yeah. I think um reaching out to someone and going to or talking to someone about it is a great way. I don't know that Reddit is the best option, but definitely yeah. reach out to <laughs> someone and talk to someone. Um cuz yeah, that's that's rough especially at 16 losing your mother. I don't know if like I don't know if it was sudden and it just happened or if there was illness included and you saw it coming so you had maybe a little bit more time to actually get used to the fact that she's not going to be there anymore right. um, but it's it's difficult yeah
1: grief is also an ongoing process so just because you're not crying right now um, or you know, exhibiting "quote unquote" proper grief now doesn't mean that that's not going to happen later.
0: Yeah, go ahead and read the next one.
1: Yep. All right. Can't figure out where I should
0: move. All right. Well, this one's a little more lighthearted. Okay. This a
1: little more lighthearted. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um. Long story short, broke up with my partner. Oh wait, hold on. Wait. I want. I want to go back for just a second. Why were you censoring yourself when you were Ooh. reading that last? Quote? Oh, I
0: don't know. I have no idea.
1: (laughs) I'm over here like fuck this, fuck that, you're like (laughs) this. (laughs) Okay, anyway, sorry um long story short broke up with my partner moved home with my parents and now i can't make a decision to save my life options are move back to nyc where i lived before moving home move to boston best friend moved there and family lives there find another city to live i work from home i'm in my early 30s and a male i don't drink and i like to have a car so you don't have a car right now money is not a problem for me i'd like to date do outdoorsy stuff like hiking and water sports socialize and meet new people can someone help me make this decision so i can start moving on with my life um um, well, I honestly, this is going to, this is going to sound like I'm just plugging the place that I live, <laughs> but um, Austin sounds like the place since money's not a problem and he likes outdoorsy stuff. Um, there's a lot of hiking and water sports here um, and the dating scene. I uh, like, I don't like the dating scene, but that's because I'm, you know, a non-binary person who's AFAB. <laughs> so the dating scene for me isn't so great, but the dating scene for men is great. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, I think, and there aren't very many people asking or answering this one, so that's totally fine. I think for me, it kind of depends on what you want to do. So, I mean, yeah, you say you work from home in your early 30s, you don't drink. Uh, I like to have a car. Boston's probably not the best place to have a car if you move to Boston or New York City those are not really the best places to have a car.
1: Right.
0: Um, So those, I mean, it's okay. You can always move to somewhere like um, outside of Boston or a suburb of Boston or New York City and then that way you have a car but you can like take the train into the city if you want to. But I would definitely not, if you if that's one of the things that you like to have and you want moving to a big city like that unless you're willing to pay for and sit through the Pay for the parking and then sit through the terrible traffic that is in Boston and New York City. Then it's probably not the best option. Uh, Moving to a place where there's a lot more parking and the ability to actually. I mean, technically, I would move to California, especially if you're into outdoorsy stuff like hiking and water sports, because California, that's like a year round thing where you can do all those things. So somewhere um, somewhere that makes sense for you. It's like if L.A. is not your thing, don't move to L.A. Malibu is expensive. I mean, every it's money is no option. I I need to understand like what you mean by money is no option. Money is, is not, is a, not problem. a problem. Yeah. Um.
1: I I take that as he's he's set financially. In which case, I'm extremely jealous. I would love to be set financially, so yeah. that you know, debating on moving to New York City is an op- option. I say as I sit in my rented room in. Somebody else's house.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I do like what, um, The other Sarah that answered already says lived in both Boston and New York city. If you want a car, go to Boston or the outer boroughs of NYC. Boston is closer driving wise to hiking trails and mountains surrounding Mount Washington and probably has more outdoorsy people. I don't know which water sports you're referring to, but water is very accessible from NYC and Boston. Both are good for socializing and are roughly the same living expenses wise. Uh, I don't know if that's true, Uh, but, (laughs) but you should make a pros and cons list for both. NYC and Boston. Uh, you could also research cities that you are curious about. Uh, the other thing I would say is, it, it it looks like the person might be pretty set on the East Coast, but look on the West Coast because like there's always like Seattle, and it also depends on like what your life life scene you want to do. So like or what your lifestyle is. Do you like to go out? Do you like to go um, to bars? Who do you who are you looking for? Like what what kind of community right. are you looking for? Um, as in, I mean, you say you broke up with your partner. So if you're looking for another partner, I don't know what you mean by partner. Like I refer to Ryan as my partner. Um, so it depends on what your lifestyle is. I, yeah. I'm, I'm always suggesting California cause I miss California and I would move out, move back out there in a heartbeat if I could.
1: Yeah, no, that's, that's fair and reasonable. Um, I also miss California. Um, But I've actually become become pretty, pretty happy living where I am in
0: Texas. So
1: that's good. You know, the politics suck, but
0: yeah, I mean, Rhode Island, it's okay. Um, It's not I mean, it's not Indiana, so that's a plus. But (laughs) I miss I miss California a lot, a lot. Yeah,
1: Yeah, that's that's fair. That's reasonable. Yeah. Uh, So this next one is a confession.
0: Yeah. I told you they weren't all questions. This one's a... Let's read it and talk it out because it's kind of funny. Oh, my God.
1: It says for suicidal users above it. Where? At the at the very top under posts. It says for suicidal users.
0: Oh, I think it's... But I think that's like a... You can click on it and it has links to places. Sarah, don't laugh about that. It's a confession. Reddit confession. Our, our confession. Um. Okay, so... Uh this is the post. It's when I was eleven I purposely messed up my friend's project uh friend's school project and I never got caught. Uh we had this project we had to make for science class on Prezi and on Prez Prez Prezi? Prezi? I don't
1: know what that is.
0: I don't either. And two friends sat next to me while making it. This was before people were given Chromebooks or iPads or whatever, and we had to actually sit in a room with just computer monitors and share one. I was partnered with another girl, and my two best friends at the time were paired right next to me. I looked over, I looked over their shoulder one time and saw the password to their Prezi Prezi account. Uh, It sounds like it's a a software or something they use for their. It's probably Prezi. Uh, And just memorized it when I got home. Home that day, I logged in and just completely wrecked it and I don't know why I did it. I deleted their pictures and notes and just drew all over it. Uh, my two friends were never directly mean to me besides just leaving me out of a few things. But looking back, I guess I had a lot going on in my home life and was just really messed messing with my head and that was just really messing with my head and I wanted to take my anger out somewhere and ruin someone else's day. Not that that's even a remotely valid excuse. The next day, obviously, the principal and teachers were notified their account got hacked. My teacher questioned me briefly and I just denied it and they didn't press me further. I guess I was suspected for it because a few weeks after this incident my mother was yelling at me over something else and she suddenly implied I did this prezai fiasco. The teachers or principal never mentioned calling my mother so I really don't know how else my mother could have found out maybe it was my friend's mom Uh, my two friends got an extension for the class assignment i never i never knew why i did it honestly i don't know why i destroyed their weeks full of work but it was a really shitty thing for me to do and i never apologized for and i never got to apologize for it afraid i'll be in big trouble rightfully so and the fact that i did it so nonchalantly makes me think that there was something wrong with me during that age i guess i thought i was slick and cool for some reason I don't know uh but it didn't take me long to realize what an asshole i'm do- i am for doing it i mean at least at least you had the realization that it wasn't okay after
1: yeah i like the first comment that says you learn fires hot by getting burned you learn compassion by being shitty and then feeling bad about it yeah um i think yeah that's that's really an asshole thing to do but also you're 11 have no no like long-term thinking skills
0: or anything like that i don't i mean i don't know how long ago this happened um Mm -hmm. they could have actually technically if they wanted to go back and look at the uh what is it called ip address of the computer that was that accessed it Mm -hmm. and then Mm -hmm. trace it back to whoever did it yeah if if they really wanted to go that far but it sounds like they were just like it's fine. We'll
1: just move give on. Give them an extension and start over. Yeah, that would be like that would be so frustrating, though. Can you imagine being that person going and opening up your folder and everything's destroyed
0: and gone? Also, is does this software not have a way to go back to a previous version of the the document? I mean, everything. I had somebody do that, not that, but something similar to an Excel spreadsheet I was working on at work, where they um, went in and accidentally overwrit overwrote. overwrote wrote over well um someone else's information so i just went back to the previous version of it and um merged the two together and moved moved it over to where they needed to so i mean technically if they were if they were smart enough they could have just if it was version controlled they could have gone back to a previous version right but i mean it sounds like you learned your learned your lesson and you realized there was something wrong with you that you needed to deal with and hopefully you were able to deal with it.
1: Yeah. Hopefully you won't do stuff like that again.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, do you want to take a quick break and then we'll come back and do the other three questions that we have? Yeah. The other three. And one of them is, um, it's locked now, so we can't even comment on it, but, um, the other three are more like existential questions. So when we come back, we'll, dive into our other questions
1: okie dokie
0: and welcome back so we have three more questions we're going to go through and then i'm going to read kind of what we went what we wrote for the other questions and then post them. Uh, this next one is one that we actually can't respond to because it's been locked by the moderators of this specific Reddit list. Um, so we'll just talk through it. It says, what are your thoughts on having children while not fiscally stable? I mean, I'll start off by saying, I think I've made my thoughts on having children clear I don't think children are necessary for you to be valuable in life. So if I, you That's true. Yeah. So I mean unless like I I just don't think it makes makes sense.
1: Um I love children um and i think that um if you want if you okay if you're in a position where you're able to actually plan out having a kiddo you should absolutely wait until you're financially like secure um or as financially secure as one can be nowadays um my main reasoning for this is that growing up in poverty fucking sucks yeah (laughs) i i did that
0: I think I mean, to me, if uh, financially stable is kind of a it's a it's a like, what is your definition of financially stable? If you're questioning whether you're you can pay your bills or you're having issues paying your bills, um, then it doesn't make sense to have children because you aren't going to be able to financially support them. And children are expensive because it's not like it's there's more food, there's doctor visits, there's the extra healthcare costs, there's the school stuff and everything you have to pay for the school. There's just a lot of things and even just birthing a child is expensive now and if you yeah if you don't have the right insurance then it can be very expensive for you i think someone right. said something the other day it was like triplets cost like over a hundred and fifty thousand dollars to have
1: in the united states yeah
0: yeah so, yeah you well, you if you, don't, guess, if you don't live also, in the
1: united states I
0: was gonna said it also depends on where you live if you don't live in the united states it might be easier
1: <laughs> yeah um i know that south korea It's a lot easier. It's a lot cheaper to have a baby. Um, In places where you have socialized healthcare, it's a lot easier to have a baby. But I think think my thought process is don't have a baby if you live in the United States.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I think it also goes down to, or it comes down to, you're probably never actually ready to have a baby, but plan as much as you can. Um, But I would always say, Stick with not having children. Do you want to look at the next question?
1: Yes. Uh, All right. What toxic behavior has been normalized by society? Oh, my God.
0: (laughs) I told you these ones were very much.
1: (laughs) You picked this one because because of me, didn't you? (laughs) No. (laughs) I also love that it's under the um, Ask Men when men perpetuate so much toxic behavior i love men so much but y'all Ugh. anyway um toxic behaviors that have been normalized by society treating children like they're not actually people is one toxic behavior and let's see
0: but so was, what do you mean by that
1: like a lot there's a lot of people out here and um in the, in the world today who treat children like they aren't human beings they treat them they expect them to behave and act a specific way without taking into account that so much of the world is brand new and overwhelming and they they're children and therefore don't have the coping skills or the understanding of what's going on around them to be able to handle things like an adult would and a lot of adults act like children should be behaving a specific way when and not taking any of that into account like for example yelling at your child in public is not okay yelling at your child period isn't okay but like specifically yelling at your child in public or publicly humiliating them like a lot of parents now tend to do like recording their children while they're punishing them and things like that (laughs) that's become like um a very normalized thing that happens a lot that's not okay. Yeah. Like, first of all, you're not teaching your child anything other than to be afraid of you. But but secondly, if that's not something that you would be doing with another adult, then why the fuck are you doing it to a child? Yeah.
0: Um. I mean, for me, I'm trying to think toxic behavior. Um, I mean, when I think about it, I think of work related stuff. Mm. So for work, it's like working on the weekends or working, working, living to work not working to live yeah that has that type of been thing normalized um especially in a capitalist society like the united states working to live and not living living to living to work not working to live i mean yeah. i'm i'm kind of bad about that anyways because i do work a lot and i'm always on my phone or checking my email or answering instant messages at like yeah. nine nine o'clock in the evening or one o'clock in the morning
1: yeah um other i don't know i don't know if it's a if it's toxic behavior but something that i that i don't like it um is this belief that men should be solely fiscally responsible for um dates. And I think that that can be turned into a toxic behavior because then I know that there are women out there who will take advantage of that. Like, you know, oh, well, I'm going on a date. Of course he's going to pay. And, you know, so I'm going to, you know, order expensive or whatever. But then also the the toxic mindset of, well, I, if I pay for this date, then I deserve something in return.
0: Yeah. I mean, I look at that Not the second part of that, but the first part of that of who's going to pay for the date. I always look at it as not, is it a man asking or a woman or it's, I mean, especially for me, because I mean, I'm a homosexual. So I would be, it would be a man asking another man. Um, Yeah. For me, it's whoever initiated the date. Is the one that should be expected not expected but should be willing to pay for it if you're not planning on going dutch which, yeah. oh that's a, i i shouldn't have said that um that's a really <laughs> apparently that's a very derogatory term towards the dutch people that was developed yeah that was developed by uh uh the european other european cultures like the England. And they would say it because they see the Dutch people as cheats. So instead of saying, we're splitting the bill, we're going, they would say we're going Dutch to put the Dutch people down.
1: Wow. Did not know that.
0: I heard that the other day. I was like, oh, geez. Okay.
1: I mean, I always wondered why we called it that, but okay. Another thing I have to remove from my vocabulary. <laughs> right?
0: I can't remember where <laughs> I heard that from. I think it may have been on, um, gosh, what podcast was that? It was either, what podcast was that? Oh, it was um, that Help I Sexted My Boss. They talked about it. Yeah, it was very that. interesting. I
1: love that name so
0: much. I know. It's such a fun podcast too. I like Jordan, <laughs> Jordan and William and then executive producer Ben. They're so fun to listen to. I love that. Uh, but to me, it kind of all boils down to: if you are asking someone out on a date, I would expect to pay for it, unless you have the conversation beforehand that is, "Oh, by the way, that even though this is a date, you're going to pay for it. We're going to split it."
1: Yeah, and I feel like I feel like that's also another thing that's kind that's kind of toxic is just like making assumptions prior to the date like just have a conversation if you're if you're going on a date with somebody like we're adults have a conversation like hey this like i don't really i always try to be up front before when i was when i was dating people um besides nick um where i would be like if somebody asked me out on a date i just always assume that i'm gonna pay for myself so if i can't afford to pay for myself you know i'm not gonna agree to go on a date Right. So I would always be upfront and be like, hey, you know, I appreciate the offer, but unfortunately, I really don't have the money right now and I can't afford it. And then if they follow up with, oh, well, I was planning on taking care of it, then that's one thing. But, you know, if they're like, oh, OK, well, you know, no biggie, we can do something else, that kind of thing. So yeah. rule of thumb, never go on a date if you can't afford to pay for yourself.
0: Right. Or have the conversation beforehand. Exactly. And maybe they'll change the type of date that they're going on. Like maybe instead of going to dinner, you guys go for coffee and like a bookstore or something. Yeah. yeah.
1: Or go to the park. Like just chill.
0: All right. Last question that we're going to talk about. Uh, You are elected president of Earth. It's not really a thing, but okay. Uh, What is your first executive order?
1: Okay. I'm very curious to hear yours first.
0: My first executive order? Yes. I don't even know, honestly. Um... (laughs) It would probably be something to do with like um, something about. This is going to sound terrible. Something about uh, a very higher punishment for animal cruelty charges.
1: Yeah, that's that's fair.
0: Oh no! Okay, I got it. This one's better. This one's better. <laughs> um, having I wish to be able to see the look on his face. <laughs> having to be able to pass a test um, to have children Mm. like if you if there are certain things that you don't know in life then you shouldn't be having children but there also needs to be like in addition to that it's like if you don't pass the test there's a program that you have to go into if you really want to have children here are the things that they're going to give you the tools to learn those
1: okay i i like i like that part um I'm, I'm always, okay, I'm always torn because like on the one hand, that line of thinking often comes from a eugenicist point of view. That's one of the, that's one of the things that a lot of um, eugenicists push is like, well, you know, we should, everybody should have to test tests to be able to have kids, that kind of thing. But I think the other thing is too, is that it's not feasible. Yeah. <laughs> like people, unless you're watching, people have sex all the time. <laughs> <laughs> um
0: I guess on a more like feasibility standpoint it would be um so there's kind of two parts to this requiring the same type of insurance you have to have to own a car to own a gun uh-huh. and requiring uh, regular um training slash testing where you have to like pass a pass a psych exam you also have to be able to discuss like the safety requirements for owning a gun um how to clean your gun maintain your gun and then there's like specific things you have to prove that you have done like you have a gun safe that has a combination or a lock where only certain people can get to it yeah um honestly that's one of the the first two are kind of They were kind of stupid, but like, that's one that I think makes sense. But that's also like a, that's a really United States problem more than anything.
1: Yeah, that's, that's definitely a U.S. problem. Um, But I mean, I I still think that that's, that's fair. Yeah. Like, I think if you're, um, if you're talking about like gun safety and things like that, I think that guns should be just as regulated as cars in that aspect. Like, I don't, I don't see anything unreasonable with that, honestly. Um, If, wow, I was elected president of Earth. You know what, this, this is going to sound stupid. Okay. So, because I'm elected president of Earth, uh, my first executive order is everybody
0: has to be nice to each other. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think that's a subjective requirement. Yeah. And and yeah. my my nice is different from your nice is different from other people's nice. So I mean technically you could say everyone right now is nice to people, but other people might not understand what nice means. So I don't know about your nice. <laughs> that's sorry. a little too that's a little too subjective, <laughs> Sarah.
1: I think I think that's not quite as subjective as you think it is, sir. I, I think it is.
0: It has to be a little bit more in depth than just be nice to everybody. I like this person's response, the chill the fuck out clause.
1: Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, You know, I honestly, I think I would just make education
0: free. Yeah, which in some places is. it is, so. Yeah. Again, like, it's a, that's the United States. It's more of a United States problem than some other places in the world.
1: You know, just across the board, since I'm president of the whole Earth, <laughs> um, across the board, education is free. Yeah.
0: Did you have you read some of these questions um, answers? This person oh says, form a team who investigates why I became president of Earth. <laughs> uh, I would call I, mine. I would call mine the what the fuck are you people thinking team?
1: (laughs) Um, I agree with this one. This is mandatory childhood development classes. Yeah. Like, especially if you're considering having children, like, yeah, for
0: sure. But I think that goes, like, there has to be a... This is the issue where it's like there has to be a curriculum for it. Mm -hmm. And then who creates the curriculum is where it kind of messes it up because some people's some people's childhood development or i guess if it's all about like how how certain things impact a childhood's de- or a child's development then that makes sense but it and it can't be like something about um ugh, what am i trying to say it can't dictate like how you raise a child right that, that's up to though a, a, a person's personal one personal thinking <laughs> okay do you have anything else to add do you want to go back and read through some of the responses I I concocted while we were talking
1: um I just I just want to say that I agree with these these two posts um this one from Dunder the barbarian who said free insulin for whoever needs it
0: yeah I saw that the other day too
1: and this person um called strange and unusual with a capital I at the end uh this also free tacos Mm-hmm. So I just I just wanted it noted for the record that I that I agree with them. Free free yeah. insulin and free tacos. But yes, yeah, <laughs> continue. What what are what are what are our responses
0: to So for the first one about um the coworker that said they gained weight. Um it says, so the response says, first of all, no one should be commenting on your weight. And unless you are have a super personal relationship with this person outside of work, I would avoid them while you are out. Uh, if you are comfortable with your weight and healthy, then it's that's all that matters. If the issues continue, let them know how their words are making you feel and ask them not to comment on your body. If it continues, report it to your HR department, but also keep track of every time you ask them to stop.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Now about that odd host, James and Sarah <laughs> comment. All right. And then for the next one, that was about the abusive parents. I didn't write that much in here, but I did write a little bit. Um, it said, I would I personally would reach out to organizations friends or family members to see if they're willing to let you stay with uh let you stay with them in the meantime and look into what resources are available in your country for rehousing and your medical care. Is there anything else you want to add?
1: Um I mean it, it might be difficult, but yeah definitely just reaching out to um organizations that help people who are in abusive situations.
0: Yeah. And then for the next one, the what the fuck is wrong with me? Says my but me. Um, so I said, "Sorry for your loss." First of all, like a lot of the commenters have already said, everyone experiences grief differently. Maybe your brain has just become numb, and that is why that is the way you are coping with the grief. Reaching, reach out to someone you trust, or talk to a therapist, and make yourself or make sure you are taking care of yourself. There's nothing wrong with the way that you are dealing with your grief.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. I just remembered that there was a post that I was reading on twitter um that was screenshots from reddit that i wanted to mention on the podcast today hold on one second it was an am i the asshole which obviously this person is very much the asshole like very very much the asshole um i'm learning that i like too many things on twitter
0: (laughs) you yeah (sighs) (gasps) yeah also be careful because whatever you like on twitter also goes into your feed
1: yes i know (laughs) i'm not out here liking porn (laughs) i mean i am but you know anyway all right so it's am i the asshole for not taking my daughters when my ex gave birth okay so my ex-wife emma and my wife lara were pregnant around the same time. Lara was about 10 weeks ahead of Emma. In November, Lara gave birth to our son a few days after his due date. Three days after he and Lara came home, I received a panic call from my sister-in-law asking if I could take my daughters, who are nine-year-old twins, as Emma had been taken to the hospital the night before and was being taken for a C-section. Sister-in-law and my brother had taken the girls in overnight but weren't able to take them for long due to a lack of space as they have four children themselves. Sister-in-law said that Emma was looking at a minimum of five days in the hospital and then the baby would need to stay in hospital for a while. The baby came home just before Christmas. I told my sister-in-law that we couldn't take the girls because we had just had our son and we were wanting to spend the time just bonding as a family of three. That's a first red flag. Sister-in-law and angrily told me that having my new son didn't cancel out the fact I already had two daughters. I apologized and told her that I couldn't take them in right now, but I would send her some money to help out while they have the girls. If we hadn't just brought him home, I would have taken the girls in, but Lara and I had already decided that we didn't want any guests for the first few weeks, and I had told Emma this. He... is referring to his children as guests.
0: Guests, yeah. What a douche.
1: Right? Oh, it it gets worse. It gets worse. Um while emma was in the hospital the girls stayed with my sister-in-law and my brother um so it's not his ex-wife's sister it's his brother's wife so his brother is the one who's taking care of his kids anyway um another night before they went to stay with emma's husband's parents so not even like his parents like the stepfather's parents are taking care of the children Thanks. while the baby was in hospital Because Emma and her husband were spending most of their time at the hospital, they were cared for a lot by Emma's in-laws or my sister-in-law and brother. After a week or so... A week! A week!
0: Jeez.
1: (laughs) Lara and I offered to take the girls, but they told us they didn't want to stay because we were more focused on our son. It did feel like they were just parroting what they had heard from the adults around them, though admittedly with the sleepless nights, I did forget some things, such as the video call with the girls. That's a douche. (laughs) Right. After the baby came home and everything settled down with Emma, she sent me a long email in the middle of the night explaining that she was disappointed in my actions and thought that I would see this as a medical emergency and I wouldn't need to be asked to take them in. I told her that we had just had... Um, our son, and I had to think about his needs as well, especially when there was plenty of people around them to take care of them. Emma's told me that any communication is now to go through the lawyer because she's fed up of dealing with me and is going to take me to court to get full custody instead of 50-50. I don't think it was unreasonable to not take them in, given we had just had a baby. Lara wants me to fix it, as we can't afford my child maintenance more than doubling if Emma gets full custody. Am I the asshole for not taking my daughters in?
0: I mean, I think you're the asshole for more than just that
1: right he, first of all the fact that he keeps referring to it as taking them in like they're stray animals or something
0: you're caring for your children yeah. those are
1: your fucking kids
0: if you didn't um, want them then you shouldn't have had them
1: like and they're, like, your,
0: they're your responsibility not your sister-in-law's or your ex-sister-in-law's stepfathers yeah. whatever
1: yeah i'm just like wow and like the, the fact that he refers to them as guests yeah those are your fucking kids bro (laughs) like okay way to ruin your relationship with your children
0: yeah it's crazy all right moving on to the next one um so this one is that i can't figure out where i should move and i said um austin is a really great option if you're looking for somewhere that has that has a lot of those things. Only thing with Austin is you also get the terrible politics that are included in Texas. It sounds like you may have your mind set on East Coast though. Boston and NYC are a little harder to have a car in, so if that really is something you are interested in, pay attention to your living situation and make sure there is either parking included or you can rent a space. If you are willing to look on the West Coast, California has a ton of options and the outdoors and water sports are basically year-round. If California is not your thing, There is also Seattle and other areas on the West Coast. Now about that podcast hosts James and Sarah.
1: Love
0: that. And the next one, which was the guy or the person that purposely messed up their friend's school project.
1: Mm.
0: It sounds like you learned your lesson, which is a good thing. Initial thoughts were about the potential for them to revert to a previous version of the project when they found out it was messed up Uh, but that may not have been an option on the software surprised they did not track down the ip address of the computer to figure out who did it as long as you learned and bettered yourself it sounds like this was this is something that was caused by something that was going on in your personal life now about that podcast host james and sarah
1: (laughs) (laughs) i I love how you keep keep ending it with that <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> that's what i'm gonna end it with um and then this one about the financially unstable we can't comment on and then the last one i'm making comment on is the toxic behavior normalized so i said uh, love that this is under ask men reddit uh treating children like they are not actually people There are a lot of people that treat children like they expect them to act a specific way without taking into account that so much of the world is new to them and they do not have the aptitude to understand something that seems common knowledge to you another toxic behavior would be living to work not working to live now about that podcast host james and sarah fantastic
1: wow we're really smart
0: (laughs) 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 i mean i think we have a lot of good insights uh but the other one i didn't post anything um, the you are president of the earth. What's your first executive order? Mm. I did not post anything. Well, do you have any fun plans for the weekend? I know you said you have at six you have something going on.
1: Yes, I'm meeting um, Nick's mom and his grandparents this evening.
0: Oh, that's fun.
1: Yes, I'm very excited. We're all going to have um, dinner and hang out. And I'm I'm nervous but also excited. <laughs> Other than that, I school started back up this week. So I have homework I gotta get finished.
0: Yeah. I have I have homework that I need to do after this. I have to write a paper that's due tonight, which it's well, it's actually a PowerPoint presentation. So I might actually not even do it on my computer. My Mac. I might do it on my work computer because it's it's easier to work on PowerPoint presentation on a PC than it is Mac. Yeah. I don't I don't like the way that the Macs you do you do it on an a mac um and then i have a discussion board post that i have to do other than that i'm done with this class
1: woot, woot. i have recognized that i love learning but i don't i don't want to do it yeah <laughs> i'm just like i want to be here but i don't want to be here <laughs> yeah
0: i have uh right now i still have a 97 in my class currently nice and i think we got 100 on our group last group assignment so there you go as so long as I do this stuff and get it done and d- get it done properly, I should still have at least a ninety-five ish, depending on how they grade.
1: Well, that's good. We'll see. Well, I'm, I'm in government, U.S. government, ugh. so I think this is going to be rough,
0: ugh, especially in Texas. Um, I uh, my next class is research, something to do with research, proper research techniques, or something like that. Mm. It's boring. <laughs> All right. Ready to call it a day? Yep. All right. Well, thank you for listening to this week's episode of Now About That with James and Sarah. Please like, comment, follow, and subscribe if you like this episode. Please leave a review in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Um, If you did not like this episode, piss off. We don't care. Uh, Feel free to follow us on social media. Our Instagram handle is at NowAboutThatPod. if there's something specific you would like us to talk about on the podcast, feel free to email us at nowaboutthatpod at gmail.com. Also, probably before the next episode, we may have a website. Woot woot! I started working on it and I got the business checking account. I got the card for the account.
1: Ooh. So
0: I can sign up and make our website and then launch it for the next episode hopefully Sweet. Um, but thanks again for listening uh, we hope you have a great week since this will be coming out on a Monday and Sarah have a great weekend you as well we will talk to you all in the next episode
1: hasta la vista babies
0: bye